Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hug Me, Brother, a Teen Nick show. I'm Rob, and with me today is one of my best friends on the planet, the Drake to my Josh, Dylan. How are you doing today, Dylan? I'm doing great, Robbie. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm excited that we uh, finally get to start this show. I'm feeling the energy right now. Oh, yeah. Dude, the vibrations are insane. <laughs> the the vibes are about to blow off the place. <laughs> the vibes are off the charts. For sure. Hug Me Brother is the weekly show where we cover the world of Teen Nick show by show, breaking down each and every episode. Or rather, that's the hope. For now, we're going to try and get our feet wet with just covering the first season of Drake and Josh. And if the people want more, we'll roll on. The show's available on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at at HugMeBrotherPod, all one word. On today's inaugural episode, we're going to do a top-down overview of Drake and Josh as a series before moving into the weekly episode breakdown starting next episode, which is also available right now. So, Dylan, any off-the-top thoughts? Off the top thoughts. Off I'm really just thoughts. excited to get our feet wet, giving the people what they've wanted for years, a breakdown of the first season, at least the first season. At least. Episode by episode. I'm going to give you guys the whole breakdown. It's going to be great. I mean, what more could you want? <laughs> I mean, look, that actually leads us into the first thing we want to talk about. Why this show? Like you said, the people have wanted it for years. There's an audience for this. Honestly, I feel like we grew up at the perfect age to experience everything that Teen Nick, Teen Nick as a uh, as a block, like a TV block, as opposed to the channel, had to offer that like 2000, 2001 to like 2010, all those shows like Drake and Josh and Ned's Declassified, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you've talked about it like time after time, I think, especially now more than ever, there's a huge nostalgia factor around this whole thing i mean i'm constantly like my youtube feed is just filled with people like posting memes about like zoe 101 stuff and, like i'm not even like actively following the stuff like i watch a few videos every now and then but it's just it's crazy like for like sure. you said like we said the energy is off the charts for this stuff and we're gonna give the people what they want yeah we just wanted to really share the love and just highlight the fact that nostalgia aside these shows for the most part actually hold up pretty well and are still consistently pretty funny hey i have my paramount plus account for a reason i mean it's (laughs) (laughs) i use it all the time paramount plus if you ever want to sponsor this show our our integrity for sure it's for sale we're right here we're right here (laughs) (laughs) so why are we starting with drake and josh well simply put drake and josh is the show like why wouldn't we start with drake and josh you know like you said, memes, everyone's memeing Drake and Josh. You go on TikTok, there's the meme of Drake and Josh running over the Joker. Any variation <laughs> of running over Oprah is any yeah, character yeah. that's ever gotten hit by a car before. The treehouse uh, mm-hmm. scene. All-time classic. Yeah. And just so many other pieces of Drake and Josh have made their way into the public consciousness in such a weirdly specific way with people who are just of our generation. We're the only ones who fully understand the sheer insanity of how crazy it is that this random show is as big as it is, because it connects with people. Between that, between the memorable quotes and moments for the episodes, 
and characters. There are some episodes where characters that show up just for that one episode, but they all have memorable moments. Mm-hmm. You can name a million yeah, of them. Of course, yeah. And it's like we were talking about earlier, you know. Uh, I watched an interview with... Um, I'm sure you you might have watched it too, or I, at least maybe I told you about it. But when Sean Flynn, the, the guy who played uh, Chase Matthews, Zoe 101, mm-hmm. he said Drake and Josh is the Seinfeld of Nickelodeon, which like pretty much blew my mind because that's really what it is. Like every single episode, you tune in, you're like, all right, what are they gonna do with this now? Like, <laughs> like this shit's gonna be insane. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just about anything that like Dan Schneider or whoever the writers, I don't know, whatever they wanted to present to you this is what you got and you just had to deal with it and it was great you know no totally and in a similar way to seinfeld and drake and josh i was thinking about this in the way that seinfeld it was funny then and it's still funny now it doesn't matter if you were watching it when it aired or after it aired a long time after it aired drake and josh is the same way it was funny when you were little it's funny now and people or rather kids who are watching it now still find it funny. Yeah. And I think the, the big thing to look at is that, you know, there was never one episode I felt like, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I can't remember an episode that was pertinent to like a specific thing that happened during that time. You know what I mean? Like they never, they never tackled anything that happened. Like say an episode came out like 2005 or something like that. Like you're not going to hear them talk about, I don't know, like, who was the president during that time like just some random like you know like anything that was specifically pertinent to that point in time yeah for sure you just tune in you could tune in and just enjoy it you know yeah and now and now and in the past you know yeah and the whole thing is that even when they did have things that kind of anchored it to that time it was always just passing references Mm -hmm. you know like josh one of the early episodes, I think it's when he starts working at the premiere, he's like, oh, look, I got the new iBot. And in the larger <laughs> Teen Nick Schneiderverse lexicon of shows like iCarly and Victorious, like the iBot or iPot or whatever it was became yeah. like a pair product retroactively. So mm-hmm. that's how that's their way in or the episode where there's the storm. There's the reference to Dora the Explorer, but that's really the only thing that sticks out to me that dates any episode of that show other than the fashion and other stuff like that but the actual episodes themselves and the comedy in the episodes like i said before it all holds up which is wild yeah yeah and before we get too far into it i know that we were talking off air and we want to keep it light on this show for the most part but i feel like we can't go on (laughs) without addressing the horribly heinous controversies for dan schneider the creator of drake and josh and unfortunately drake bell mm-hmm. uh absolutely deplorable both of them heinous and uh, like i said i know that we want to keep it light around here but i feel like we had to at least bring up and say that we don't condone very much despite them being dan schneider a creative mastermind. It sucks that he's an awful person. The fact of the matter is that with between Drake and Josh and I, Carly and Victorious and all the other shows, Zoe 101, he was a creative mastermind. He's also a completely piece of garbage human being. Similar 
Drake allegations around him. We don't even want to say what they are on the show. Just know they're they're bad. Mm-hmm. Similarly deplorable, but that doesn't change the fact that the stuff that those two people had a hand in creating are iconic and will, if this show stretches on into the future, even if it doesn't, that work forms the backbone of this entire show. And we just wanted to make it very clear that despite the joy that these awful human beings brought to people, we're just going to try and divorce the artist from the art in this case and roll on and keep it light. Yeah, Do you have anything course. to add? Yeah, you know, no one likes to talk about this kind of stuff. It sucks to have to even have this conversation. Like yeah. the Drake Bell thing especially hit me really hard because it's like, okay, the guy that I've been watching, like Dan Schneider, of course, hit hard, but not not as much as Drake Bell, only because Drake Bell, like you, you watched him all your childhood, and then now you're like, all right, well, this guy just did some like insanely horrible things. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can't take away what they've done and you know they made some amazing things drake and josh obviously being one of them dan schneider made a lot of other things too but you know like you said we're just going to roll on and just address the the art so to speak we're going to separate the art from the artist and you know we're just gonna we're gonna go with it all right all right and that's hopefully the last time we have to talk about anything too terribly pressing at least for the time we cover Drake and Josh, I'm sure if we get into like Zoe 101, we'll talk about uh, Kid Who Plays Logan, all of his wild stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think it's time for a little uh, lightning round. We're gonna have the audience. Uh, we had the audience write in the audience for this first episode. Mm-hmm. Spoilers: It's really our friends. Write in some questions. What do you mean? These are just some of the millions of viewers we already have. We already have on episode one. <laughs> that, yeah. They wrote in questions before it, before it premiered. <laughs> they saw the trailer and wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have our first question comes in from John. And John asks. Hello, John. <laughs> and John <laughs> asks. Let me just get up here. John asks. If you had to relate to one Drake and Josh character that isn't either Drake or Josh, who would you say you relate to the most? Or you cast yourself in as that character you closest aligned to? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Man, off the top of the dome, I mean, I feel like I gotta go with Walter. <laughs> and, you know, it's... <laughs> Like, there's no reason for me saying that other than the fact that he's just kind of like a goof. Because I'm like, you know, I'm tw- I'm 23. I'm not I'm not a dad, you know. Like, fingers crossed. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> he's just he's such an entertaining character to me, and he just kind of reminds me of me when I just have no idea what's going on. Like, he always comes into the episode just kind of like doing some wacky thing, like a lot like Josh, but you know, he's a dad, so obviously it's it's different, but. That would be my answer. What do you okay. think? Okay. And I think I think that's a pretty good answer for, for you, especially because mm-hmm. just blowing in like a, a force of nature. I feel like that uh, that describes you pretty well, Dylan. They yeah. <laughs> just show up and be like, hey, and everyone's like, oh my God, Dylan's here. And it changes the entire <laughs> vibe of everything. <laughs> uh, just makes everything, just make everything 10 times stupider. That's, that's my like, <laughs> MO. <laughs> for me... Ooh, 
I think I'd have to go with Jerry. No, Drew. With Drew. Drew. Okay. Drew. Yeah. Honestly, not, not what I expected, only because they show up for one episode. Like, I kind of forgot okay. about okay. that. But that's actually a good that's a good pick. I because, think. you know, Drew loves video games. I love video games, you know? <laughs> Drew plays play the, the saxophone. The sax. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. I played saxophone forever. You know, he wears jean jackets. I'm sure you'll see at some point, I'm probably going to wear a jean jacket. On this yeah, show. yeah. I, I, lo- I love jean jackets. And, he does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there's not a ton to work there with Drew. I'm doing it off of basically just completely cosmetic stuff. But yeah. I feel like. I feel like I just really connect with Drew on a uh, emotional level, you know. Yeah, it's it's accurate. I I think that's a good pick. But at the same time, like I'm trying to think of other side characters that we could pick because you know a lot of the time the show really centers around like the only side characters that you really focus on episode to episode is like Megan, Walter, and Audrey, right? Yeah. Which is the mom. I'm sure that that, they never say the name in the show. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You. I mean. I guess for a lot of listeners out there who like religiously watch the show as much as we do and like do research, you might know that. But for the average viewer, you wouldn't know that the mom's name is Audrey. So <laughs> you can thank say- us later. Thank us later for that one. <laughs> and when we say religiously, we mean religiously watch the yes. show. Yeah. 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 It's a two man yeah. cult pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but Dylan, did you have anyone who you thought I was going to say? No, I mean, like, no, I can't really think of anyone else. It's okay. We would just have to pull up a list of, for some reason, that like, I just thought of Crazy Steve, but that is not, like, <laughs> like that's just the first person that came to my mind. It doesn't, it doesn't describe you at all, but, like, I that's just thought awesome. of him. I was like, man, maybe I could have picked Crazy Steve. But what, what do you mean, Dylan? The one time I show up to your house swinging my shoes, singing she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, my God, what's going on right now? Yeah, yeah, but I, n- I never ate your enchilada, so that doesn't yeah. really, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. We're already coming in with the, the heaters, the references. They're, they're, already, they're already flying. So. Yeah, look, this is, this is a show for everyone who loves Drake and Josh. We get it. We're a lot. We are going to go deep, deep with references on this show. Mm-hmm. So just strap in. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll take up some of your valuable mind space. That could be better used. <laughs> listening to anything else learning anything else with uh some drake and josh quotes yeah yeah. okay that skillshare class you had set up you could just toss that in the garbage (laughs) like this is all this is all you need (laughs) next question comes in from kimmy and she asks a hard-hitting question speaking of crazy steve (laughs) she says what do you think of crazy steve what do I think of Crazy Steve? Yes. <laughs> what a question. I mean, there's a lot to unpack that. Crazy Steve is like one of the probably one of my all-time favorite characters of any show ever, like including cartoons. I couldn't agree more. Like when does he first show up, right? He shows up in the uh, the movie theater episode where yeah. Josh gets the job. Starts working there. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that's the episode where he shows up and it's where Josh is like, oh, great movie. And he's talking about like the cup holder, right? Yeah, and he yeah. freaks out. Yeah, that's the first wobbly. time he shows up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. I think he's, um, you know, we could always get into this later. But I always felt like they, this might be a little criticism, but I feel like they kind of went over the top with him like in season four, like as the show went on. Yeah. 
That's my personal opinion, but he's one of the greatest characters like ever. But I feel like... Yeah, no, go ahead. I I was pretty much done. Because I feel like that's that's a trap with a ton of sitcoms where characters will start off as these really well-defined characters and as the show goes on, they just kind of regress into the most stereotypical base versions of themselves. Exactly. Like, different show, not on Team Nick. But Boy Meets World, the example I like to use all the time is Boy Meets World, where Eric, the older brother, starts off as this cool older brother, and by the end of the last season, he's just, like, a functioning idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Well, that's that's the thing, because, like, the producers and the writers, like, they know it works, right? Like, you know, they introduced him, and, you know, he's just kind of like, like, you don't don't really see him that often. Like, I remember season two, like, how often do you really see him, right? You see him in, like, a few episodes, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't really remember him showing up much in season two, but... You know, as the show went on, like, obviously, the viewers loved him. Yeah. Like, he's probably a fan favorite. So, there's, like, let's just pretty much have him in, like, a... in season four, he was, like, in a lot of episodes. Like, yeah. he was all over the place. And, you know, they kind of just, like, he wasn't stale, so to speak. Like, I would never call Crazy Steve stale. But, you know, they just, like, totally utilized him in every, like, in every way that they could. Yeah, they, <laughs> they wrung out every drop from the towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And... I mean, I agree with you. I totally love Crazy Steve. At work, I work in a uh, in a supermarket, and two of the kids I work with love Drake and Josh. And every time I walk in, they usually get there before me. When I start my shift, we start every shift by literally just leaning in and just going, Josh Nichols? <laughs> Nichols? <laughs> And everyone else is like, what? And me and the three of us were like, this is the funniest thing on the planet. If you're watching, what's up, Gio? What's up, Misha? (laughs) Quick shout out. Yeah, quick shout out to the boys at work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question from Kelsey. So this is an interesting question, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Kelsey wants to know, how do you feel about the Josh and Mindy romance? Are they truly endgame? You know, I, I've thought about this for a while, believe it or not, in my own free time, you know, when I'm supposed to be uh, working and being <laughs> productive. Moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually think they're, like, the perfect couple. Okay. Because I yeah. feel like, you know, obviously they're both really smart. You know, you kind of need someone to balance your your IQ level, I guess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> or at least your, you know, intelligence, whatever. But they, um, I feel like she was just the right girl for him in every way. Like she was understanding because Josh, as we know, Josh isn't the most experienced dater. Yeah. Never really was in the show. And she just comes in and like, you know, kind of rocks his whole world, so to speak. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I never saw like really any problems with the relationship. I will say though, you know, obviously it's a TV show, so it's exaggerated, but the way she treated him to show that she liked him was probably <laughs> the most bizarre thing I've I've ever seen. Like, she would literally. She tried to ruin his life. His life, yeah. Like she. Wait. She no, she tried to ruin Drake's life. Who gets blamed for the card in the classroom? Because that's the first Drake, time she shows up. Drake. But she's also just like, oh, I beat you at the science fair. But oh, I guess yeah, that's yeah. like. I guess it's playful teasing. Like, I don't know. It's Maybe it's playful just... teasing as they build yeah. nuclear lasers <laughs> that are like shooting through the wall in the last yeah. season. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, I think I think they're a great couple. They really came into their own, like as the seasons progressed, For which sure. I really liked. Yeah. What about you? How do you feel about it? I mean, going off of what you said, 
thinking about it as an adult, okay? When you're younger, you're like, oh, Mindy shows up in like five, six episodes. Mindy's in the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, she was in, I'd say probably, if I had to guess, like probably half the episodes from when she shows up to the end of the run. She's probably in 50% of those episodes. She's like yeah. a yeah. understated, like critical character to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess that's one. Uh, oh, sorry, no, go, were you about go, to go. say? Yeah, uh, what I was gonna say is, I guess you know that's that's one reason I think a lot of people like the later seasons because, like, I felt like season one and two they really really focused hard on just that the family, right? Like, yeah. mainly, with the exception of a few um, characters, right? Like, you see Helen a lot works at the theater. You see, uh, I don't know, maybe Craig and Eric, but like, you know. As the seasons went on, they really started to focus in on developing other characters. Like mm-hmm. Mindy, I felt like, you know, like she shows up a lot. Crazy Steve doesn't really have any character development, but like we said, he shows up more and more. And they kind of just, they, they utilize all the tools at their disposal, all the actors, and they kind of, they really come into their own in that regard. So, totally. And even like, who punches Eric? I mean, who punches Drake? Craig or Eric? Eric. Because in that episode, like, both of them get a ton of development. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's where we find out that Eric's a pacifist. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which is, like, a groundbreaking revelation. Yeah. And just the way that the show builds up, uh, builds up all of these side characters as it goes on. Because if you think about it, there's a ton of side characters that show up a ton like, I'd say more so than most shows, Drake and Josh has a cast of characters that was that big, of side characters that was that big, and showed up so consistently. You have characters like Craig, Eric, Helen, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even characters like Gavin, or, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you have this shoot Mrs. Hafer, you have this huge stable of characters that are decently fleshed out considering the show it is yeah even like even like drake's girlfriends who like you know like i f- remember uh what was the one lucy right she, she was shows in one up episode in a few of them right yeah and then she shows up later and then carly who like doesn't even she's not even drake's girlfriend for like that long of a time but she shows up like a few times i think yeah which is something... like characters yeah like characters you wouldn't expect yeah. you know and you don't even notice it when you're younger that you're like, oh, this is the same person. But watching it back, you're like, oh, that's a nice sense of continuity if you're watching the show as a whole. But at the same time, if you're just watching random one-off episodes, it doesn't interfere with anything, you know? Yeah, right, right, exactly. They use the perfect amount. Mm-hmm. Couldn't so, agree more with that. <laughs> Kelsey actually wrote in another question. Okay. Kelsey's a big fan already. Kelsey's already a big fan, yeah. (laughs) Love to see it, yeah. (laughs) Which side character do you think was the most important? And I feel like I answered that previously in the question where I said Mindy is like a super important character. I think my answer, I had a different answer before I answered the question about Mindy. I think it might be Mindy for me. Really? Yeah. Why, Why do you think that? So, like, similar to what we were saying uh, before, how uh, the comparison with Drake and Josh being like Seinfeld for Nickelodeon. 
the thing about Seinfeld is that none of the characters ever change or grow, okay? Andrake and Josh. Josh and Drake both grow, but it's so gradual that you don't notice it, okay? Like, by the end of the show, uh, Drake becomes a little bit, I guess, nerdier would be the word. And Josh becomes a little more comfortable with himself and confident. And yeah. I feel like a very understated part of that was him having Mindy as a girlfriend. Now, that's a take. Okay. That's a good take, I mean. Like, I never thought of, I never thought of it that way. Because, like, their relationship, by most standards was like a pretty healthy relationship for kids who were like in early high school, middle high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like she helped Josh grow and like get out of his comfort zone a little bit and it made him a better person. And and that kind of rubbed off on Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the interesting, yeah, it's like the interesting thing about that is you know how you said Josh became more confident. Like, I think the whole his whole shtick before he started dating Mindy was like, "Oh, I'm this nerdy guy. Like, yeah. you know, I'm terrible with girls. You know, whatever, whatever it may be." And once he got a girlfriend, that kind of made him feel like worth something. Like, made him feel good for being himself, pretty much. Yeah. Which you know, of course, he would like Drake. I think Drake made him feel good at times, right? Like Drake would always make fun of him, but you know, Mindy really, I think, solidified that kind of just came in and was like you know and then and then before you know it josh you know he's losing weight he's healthy you know and i don't even see i'm sure that wasn't a decision from like production to do that like they weren't like they weren't like josh go lose weight like hit the treadmill but they you know they were just like it's interesting how it played out like that yeah for sure coincidentally yeah and even and i'm not sure if this lines up and i'm sure we'll find out as we go through the series if we get there Mm-hmm. even when josh and mindy were like on a break who wins the episode with the bet you know josh is going on dates left right and center from that extra yeah. confidence and like the whole thing is if drake didn't meet carly's the girl in that episode right uh yeah yeah, yeah. if drake didn't meet carly that would have been a, a pretty competitive competition between them you know mm-hmm. and like mindy brought that out in him and then by the time they get back together at the end of what is it? Really big shrimp? Uh, For yeah. Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Somewhere near the end, when they get back together, you're like, "Oh yeah, that totally makes sense." Yeah, yeah. And what's also interesting is the other side of the coin, right? In that episode where they where they make the bet, Drake, you know, interestingly, he is now like not settling, right? But he's kind of picking one girl over, you know. Previously, he would have a ton of them. Yeah. Just kind of like you know hang out with a bunch of different girls but that's actually that's really interesting i i've like you i've thought about it when i should have been doing way more important things (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah the josh and mindy dynamic no these are these are the important things that we have to think about on a (laughs) day-to-day basis (laughs) what what do you think dylan for most important character yeah most important side character um i i firmly believe that it's megan oh and Duh. and there's not yeah. like there's and i guess like there's gonna be some people out there who are gonna say oh dylan you're stupid she's like one of the main characters but i i don't really consider her a main character i because she is not really in she's not as much involved in the plot 
like on an episode to episode basis as Drake yeah. and Josh's. For but sure. when she is involved, like there are moments where she's kind of just, you know, I'm trying to remember specific instances of where, like, you know, she would always pull pranks on them and kind of make them feel terrible. But uh, what's the episode? The Honor Council, right? Where yes. she comes in and kind of like saves the day for Drake. Yeah. Like, it just shows that, you know, even though she can be totally evil and manipulative and whatever word you want to use, at the end of the day, she really cares for them and she wants to see them do well. Yeah, and similarly, the episode with the theater thug, Megan is the one who's like, Josh, I made you a million disguises. Here's a little <laughs> Joshica, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and of course, like... You know, she's probably doing it in, like, a funny way. Like, I don't think she was actually thinking, you know, all oh, these are great disguises. But, you know, she's she's going through the effort. She's not just, you know, dismissive. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys can go, you know, F yourselves. Like, I'm not going to help you. Um, But, yeah, I think that would be my answer. I think that's a sure. tremendous answer. Because she also, like, drives the plot of most of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's She's really – she's in – She's in the mix of things a lot. Like she really she really adds an important element to the show. Yeah, because and you were getting to there. I think we would have gotten there if we talked about it longer. Mm-hmm. Megan is truly, if you look at the show as a whole, chaotic neutral. You just throw her in a plot yeah. when you want something interesting to happen. You need Drake and Josh to be panicked, have her buy a sheep. You want Drake and Josh to be panicked, <laughs> have them kill her hamster. Want Drake and Josh to be panicked, have her buy a Peruvian puff pepper. Have her go yeah, on dates, yeah. you know? She adds such a such an element of just, like, randomness to the show that you can never predict. Like like we said, how it's a Seinfeld of Nickelodeon. Like, who would have expected that there would be an episode about her bringing back a sheep? And they yeah. just have to deal with They just have to deal with it. Like, that's the whole episode, yeah. you know? And they knew what they had. I mean, I don't think iCarly happens if Megan isn't this crazy beloved character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I think that's the end of your question. So, thank you so much, Kimmy and Kelsey and John. You appreciate it. Very much appreciate it. And I have a few questions for you, Dylan. Oh, okay. oh boy. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for this, Rob. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, list off the top of your head. They don't need to be definitive. Three of your favorite episodes of Drake and Josh. Drew and Jerry, the okay. Gary Coleman grill, Drake and Josh in. Okay. Okay. Bingo. Excellent episodes. Bingo. <laughs> any, uh, Easy money. Easiest answer of my life. Any, <laughs> any particular episode of those three that you would say is like your favorite? Episode? Like absolute favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's tough. I, you know, I feel like it's really to me. It's between you know, you guys are gonna, the viewers, you're gonna figure out as as the show pans out. I'm a huge season two stan. I mean, like I I think that season trumps like all the other seasons by far. Um, but I feel like it's so it has to be a toss up between the Gary Coleman girl and Drew and Jerry. But I feel like Drew and Jerry has a bit more uh, memorable moments to it. Okay. As far as like lines go and references, you know, stomach aches, you give me give stomach, stomach aches, aches like yeah. that. That's just ge- that's genius writing. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's like the pinnacle. 
And he said, that's Tina. not a pimple. That's my that's daughter. My, yeah, or the uh, when he makes the Parmesan cheese. This, this, you mean this or not Parmesan this, cheese? This Parmesan cheese? <laughs> they all just clap like it was yeah. the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Enjoy the flounder. <laughs> but I think, like, oh, my God. I will never get over this. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. I will never get over this. How those two characters, Drew and Jerry, like, how perfect the casting was like i yes. literally can't wrap my head around it yes like you could not find two better people to to cast for that to be it was just house. it's incredible yeah yeah like the way and especially i would say uh, i would say jerry probably took the spotlight there like he was so much like josh yes. to the point where i was like he could literally he could literally uh replace josh peck like <laughs> not that i would want that but I was just like, if he, if you know, if they did that stupid thing where they replaced Helen that one episode where, and no one knew why, you remember well, that? I could tell you why. Because Helen actually answered this question. Like, the actress who played Helen answered this. No way. Yeah, it was, it was like, I'm like a Yahoo Answers thing. Someone asked, and then Yvette Nicole Brown, like, answered it. Oh my, you're about to blow so, my mind. So, what's, what's the reason? So, if I remember right, and if we get to the movie theater job episode, we're probably going to retell this story. But yeah, yeah. From my understanding, what happened was they cast Yvette Nicole Brown for that first mm-hmm. episode, okay? And that was movie theater job. Wait, who is uh, she, the actress that plays Helen? That in, plays like, Helen all... for the whole series, yeah. Okay, okay. And then they cast, I mean, yeah, so they cast Yvette Nicole Brown, and then there was a scheduling conflict where she thought she couldn't do the show. So the Ashley Blake episode where Helen is replaced is I'm pretty sure the second time Helen shows up. So, uh, they record that episode with the new actress that I'm forgetting the name of right now. And then Yvette Nicole's Brown, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown's schedule clears up. So mm. then they're like, hey, we want you back. And then she was Helen for the rest of the show. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. I just, I like when I was a kid, I, I was just, I never knew the reason why. I just, I was just, you know. I was like, who is this? <laughs> like, You're not honestly, Helen. <laughs> honestly, imagine the world where the other actress played Helen for the rest of the show. Like, there are so yeah. many iconic Helen moments that we would have been robbed of. Yeah. Because Yvette yeah. Nicole Brown is, like, such a good actress mm-hmm. that, like, tremendous, you wouldn't have tremendous gotten... Actress. You wouldn't have gotten, that is not my job. You wouldn't have gotten the, <laughs> That is uh, not my job. That is not my job. It doesn't work when you get Oh, okay. <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten all the weird stuff with like really big shrimp where she gets married to Buzz and then a married Christmas Drake and Josh. She's like, yeah, we got divorced after like two weeks. Like it wouldn't have been. Yeah. I, not to be mean to the other actors. I'm sure she would have done fine. But I feel mm. like Yvette Nicole Brown informed so much of that character in the same way that Drake Bell informed so much of Drake and Josh Peck informed so much of josh and like all the actors kind of informed where their characters were going that i feel like the vibe of all the movie theater episodes would have been so different yeah for sure let's just put it this way the the actress who played helen for that one episode she is not on the same level as jerry is to josh (laughs) and drew and jerry we'll put it like that is she on the level of drew though she might be I, but the thing is, I also thought Drew was really, really good. Like, yeah. you know, like it wasn't to, like I don't want to take away from from that uh, whatever that actor's name is. But um, yeah, I honestly I wasn't the biggest fan of the Helen imposter 
personally. I don't know how you feel imposter about that. Imposter Helen. But... Yeah, imposter Helen. Like, like it does the job, you know. Like it doesn't ruin the episode. It's still a great episode. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, she's no, she's no Drew or Jerry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so my next question for you, Dylan: What episode, assuming we do the entire run of Drake and Josh, which God. fingers crossed, mm-hmm. which episode are you most excited to re-experience? And what episode are you least excited to re-experience? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to answer the least excited first. And, you know, this is probably a topic we've covered um, previously, just casually chatting about the show. Um, As we do. But I, yeah, of course, all day, every day. (laughs) Whenever whenever we're breathing, pretty much. Um, I would say the least favorite. Honestly, I got to go with the le- the season finale. Like I the dance episode to me, I just, you know, and I don't know if you have if you know if there's an explanation to why that was the last episode, but to me it was just such an odd episode and it just wasn't even that great of an episode to me mm-hmm. personally. I mean, there's no such thing as a bad Drake and Josh episode, but I just didn't really like vibe with it. Like it, it was okay to me, you know. Yeah. Um but as far as my favorite you know, I I feel like the Drake and Josh in only because, you know, it's going to be it's going to be our introduction to the third season, which is always exciting. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not just because of that. It's just I feel like there's so much chaos in that episode. Like there's so many things to oh, talk yeah. about. Helen monoc- singing. Uh, <laughs> Helen singing. Uh, <laughs> on the table. Well, the I'm so excited. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're about to then, say uh, the Minoxapuff gas. Right. The Minoxapuff gas. Yeah, makes your eyes bleed. Like that. Uh, oh man, like it's not my favorite episode. Obviously, it's like one of my favorites, but um, there's just so much to unpack in that episode because it's just so chaotic. Like, yeah, for sure. I love it for sure. What about you? Do you do you have an answer for that? You think? Well, before we get to that, I think for the dance episode, I'm pretty sure this one I might be wrong on. Um, yeah. They recorded all the episodes in order, and Really Big Shrimp was meant to be the finale, and then they just aired them out of order for whatever reason there might be a reason that i'm forgetting like maybe there was some sort of when they do like oh here's a new episode of iCarly and drake and josh and zoe 101 all about something that's like the same theme maybe yeah. it was one of those things i'm not 100 sure if that was the case but i think it might have been something like that where that wasn't intended to be the finale but it just happens mm-hmm. to be the final episode that aired even okay. though the actual canon finale is obviously a merry christmas drake and josh yeah 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 which i which i think is a tremendous movie (laughs) tremendous movie i have no i have no qualms about that movie (laughs) (laughs) if if we ever cover that movie i'm just apologizing in advance to all of you because it's gonna be me and dylan just going nuclear for about five hours (laughs) talking (laughs) about luke and crazy steve (laughs) In like the DeLorean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wing doors, and and the uh, the orangutan and the parole officer, like that movie is so 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 good. Oh yeah, and but, just just wait till we cover Drake and Josh go Hollywood. Whew, yeah. <laughs> that's that's like one of my actual favorite movies ever. Just aside <laughs> from like Nickelodeon, <laughs> we we've watched that movie at your house. Yeah, so many times. Oh yeah. Where, where we had like the no business watching it. Like other people were coming over, they're like, dude, I don't want to watch this. Like, <laughs> I mean, you were like, yeah, <laughs> let's watch this. Yeah. Let's just finish it. Yeah, we were like, you shut your mouth. We're watching this right now. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
And that's why they won't watch this show. All of our yep. friends are going to be like, oh, yeah, we hear this every day. Why would we watch this? <laughs> so it's up to you, loyal listeners, to mm-hmm. propel us to the top of the charts. It's up but- to you guys to get us past the Joe Rogan podcast. Please. <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> but to get to your uh, the answer to your question, the episode I'm most excited to re-experience, probably, this is a cheat. It might be the block of episodes where it's like the Drake and Josh and Peruvian Puff Pepper. And then I think there's a third episode right after it. Where all three of those episodes, I forget what the actual third episode is. Yeah, I'm actually checking right now. I could have sworn all three of those episodes were all the premiere episodes for different seasons. Yeah, yeah. I think it says, um, it says Drake like and Josh in, Peruvian Puff Pepper, We're Married, Mindy's We're back. Married, yes, yes. Yeah. I could have sworn if someone asked me what was the first episode of season two, season three, and season four, I would have said Drake and Josh in. Peruvian puff pepper and we're married even though that doesn't make sense yeah but yeah i could have yeah. sworn those were all season premieres honestly not what i thought you were you were gonna say i thought you were gonna say the bet the bet like is, the, yeah yeah the bet is one of my favorite episodes of the show mm-hmm. it might be my single favorite episode mm-hmm. uh between chocolate milk chocolate chocolate cup. cup the last five minutes of that episode are excellent and then everything leading up to it is also just so perfectly paced with the loser must die his hair (laughs) hair pink pink. (laughs) like i think i mean i'd like to think that if i had to pick a favorite season it would be season two like you dylan because Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah that uh like the bet drew and jerry is in season two right Yeah, yeah yeah like i like a lot of the season two stuff because as um the show rolls on the earlier seasons, especially the first season, obviously Drake and Joshua was born from the Amanda show. And I feel like a lot of the first season and then like the first half of the second season, it trails off as the second season goes on. A lot of it feels like they're skits from the Amanda show blown out into episodes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like it wasn't it wasn't as focused on the plot necessarily i mean and don't get me wrong like there are some i think the dune buggy especially is like a tremendous uh tremendous tremendous it's it's a it's a tremendous plot like i i really like that one but i think like you said it's a lot more skit based like it's a little over the top um i think we had talked about this previously the acting i think is a little bit more like unpolished yeah you know they they're not they haven't really come into their own yet as far as like who their characters were and what you expect from them um so yeah i I understand what you're saying for sure and then the episode i'm least excited to watch there's two or three that come to mind Mm -hmm. the driver's license episode not because i don't like the episode i love the first half of the episode the ending once it gets to all the stuff where josh is like dressed up like chives i'm like okay this is fine you know yeah I get what you mean there. Mm-hmm. And uh, why can't I think of it? I mean, I guess it must be a good episode if I can't think of the other one. Yeah, I was going to say two or three episodes is too many to yeah, not be excited for. That's true. That's <laughs> totally true. For sure. For sure. Um, Let's see. 
Who is your favorite Dylan overall character? Um, man, you know, I felt like um, when I was a kid, it was Drake. But now I'm really just starting to appreciate Josh, <laughs> you know, and like, it's really, really hard. Like they both, they both just perform what they have. They do what they have to do perfectly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're just, they're, their characters are so well done, but I feel like Josh has more of that comedic oomph, like the, you know. For sure. In my personal opinion, it's like, again, taking nothing away from Drake because Drake is an incredible character. Like, the Drake's delivery on a lot of lines, just his delivery, like, even though it's not an inherently funny line, like, I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. Whoa, just take it easy, man. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> whoa, just take it easy, man. Or, like, walking and playing, playing the games. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, Josh has more of like those um I would say Josh has more like the one-liner kind of comedy. Yeah. Um but Drake I think, you know, his just his delivery and the way he the way he yeah, just the way he delivers lines to me is just hilarious. The way he speaks. Okay. Okay. Very di- very different. I'm sure we'll break it down eventually, but they have very different presentations of of comedy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We mm-hmm. actually have a uh, a late question. That just came in. A question no from way. Lauren. Okay. 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 And Lauren asks, "Why was Megan a little evil genius, and the parents were completely oblivious?" I need answers. You know, I hate to say, it, but you're not going to get an answer for me on that because there really is no an- like. There's no answer. It's just a Dan Schneider show. That's the but, only answer I can give you. But the whole thing is that there's the one scene in the one episode. I think it's in Drew and Jerry. Where they're like, yeah, it isn't Drew and Jerry. Where uh, Audrey's like, hey, Megan, could you get uh, Josh and Drew? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, Josh and Drew and pulls up a watch <laughs> and has like an intercom. And Drake's yeah. like, where does she get this stuff? And the parents like, don't bet an eye. They just don't care. Yeah, they have no they have no concern that their daughter has some high tech, you know, I don't know. Just some high tech, like, I don't know, is that intercom like yeah. equipment? I don't even know what she's using. Like, I'm just kind of spit and like random I, I i don't know but it it's really it's a it's a good question but it's not a question that i think needs an answer because there, there's just there's no reason to answer it you know like it's just <laughs> that's just the way it is and you have to accept it <laughs> she also writes in with the second question oh which okay. is a similar weird drake and josh family dynamic question uh-huh why do you think the each other's other parents don't appear? Ooh, okay, that's a good question. You know? Um, yeah, like they don't appear ever, actually. Yeah. Um why do I think that? I think it just wasn't really necessary. And also, I felt like it would kind of just be a weird turn of events if they just started covering like, you know, like biological parents and like what well no they are audrey and walter walter's josh's dad yeah yeah okay oh, yeah because they're stepbrothers but like i just feel like it's just it's a weird thing to to kind of just like change course and talk about you know 
Like I wouldn't. I if I was a kid, I wouldn't really care about that. Okay, because you know? of course, of course, of course, I say like say this like this is something people know. On IMDb for years, and I'm no anyone could edit IMDb. There were two episodes listed after dance contest for season four of Drake and Josh. The second to last one was called uh, Drake's Dad and Josh's Mom, and the last one was called Graduation. And uh, there's no information about them anywhere on the internet, so they're probably fake. But yeah, I feel like an episode near the end would be the time to do it because then you could introduce those characters and then you don't have to worry about them again. Would you have wanted to see that? I mean, like in hindsight, now, yes. But as a kid, it would be weird because Drake and Josh, like you said, is so light. I don't know how Dan Schneider would handle going into the whole thing with divorce first yeah. off and like that kind of whole thing. I think it's a similar reason to why I don't think on iCarly they ever mention Carly's mom. Yeah, like I don't know how you would spin it to make it like a light thing, you know, because the audience you have to think about the audience, right? Like kids are just not I feel like most kids are not really thinking about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think for for me, I just, I don't, I'm going to stick by the fact that I just don't think it was necessary. I think they did the right thing by keeping it out, personally. Okay. If that, if that was a real plan, I'm glad they didn't make the episode personally, but. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would have been curious, like looking back, it probably would have been neat, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like so, uh, not integral to the show those characters like that you have this entire great show without them showing up like mm-hmm. i feel like it would only be a novelty and i feel like that's why they never even exactly like if you're if you're if i'm speaking from the curious side of me i would i would love to just if you just came over to my house and was like here i have this like lost episode lost I'd be like, episode. I'm just, like, like i'm gonna watch it you know <laughs> we, it's on a vhs i found it in the woods we pop we gotta <laughs> pop it into like a dvd player We're like why isn't it working yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think I'm glad it wasn't in the actual like series that they didn't air it, you know. Okay, okay. If and this is off the top of your head, so if you can't think of anyone, by all means, mm-hmm. you could pass. If you had to okay. cast Drake's dad, Josh's mom, who would you cast? Drake's dad and Josh's mom. And just to make this easier, we're not going to do it contemporary to 2006, 2005 when the show would have been out. Right, you could, right. You could, be, you could use an actor from now if you want. I don't know. Maybe um, maybe for Walter, like Seth Rogen or something. <laughs> no, no. Drake's dad and Josh's mom. Oh, Drake's dad. Yes. Yeah, Seth Rogen <laughs> no, just, is Drake's we're gonna, dad. We're going to recast all of Drake and Josh. I mean, we could do that first if you want. Oh, my God. Um. Okay, that's, that's a good question. Let me think. Because then I'd also have to think about you know, I don't have to de- delve too deep into it, but like, I'm trying to think what actors maybe even look similar to Drake or like have a similar personality. Yeah. I don't know why, but the first thing that popped in my head for Drake's dad would be RDJ. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> like, I, I really don't know why. I think it's just because that's awesome. I, I think it's just because RDJ, obviously, RDJ is like cool as a cucumber. You know, he's chilling, and yeah. like, that's how Drake is. That's his whole character. As far as Josh's, Josh's mom, I don't know if I could think of anyone right now. Can you? See, 
I can't think of anyone specifically, but I feel like Josh's mom, like just as a character, like in my mind's eye, you say Josh's mom. I imagine like just a very petite, quiet woman. You know, in the same way that you think of Drake's dad, it's many of the traits that you'd associate with Robert Downey Jr. You know, where jo- it's like but Josh isn't little, necessarily quiet, though, is he? But I mean, Josh like, is a little more like on the sensitive side, you know, a little more introspective. Mm-hmm. And Walter okay. isn't like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I feel like Josh's mom would be like just a quieter, more introspective kind of person. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of an actress because it could have been so easy if they did that episode to be like, yeah, here's just a goofy woman playing Josh's mom. And well, here's Marisa, like Marisa Tomei. Yeah, sure. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. A... Marissa Tomei <laughs> is everyone. Marissa Tomei is Aunt May. Marissa Tomei yep, yep. is Josh's mom everywhere. How tall is she anyway? I don't even know. She, I think she's so pretty tall. You said tall. petite. You petite, specifically yeah. said petite. So I mean, that's just in my mind's eye. If we, we're, yeah. we're in the casting room with Dan Schneider. We can do whatever we want. And those two castings are, they match up with the time with their ages. So, I mean, we could do that. I think uh, I think we're locked and loaded with this uh, dream casting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, she's five foot three. That's not short enough. Okay. No, still that works. That totally works. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, I think the average height for a girl is like five four. It, 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 you know, we'll we'll take it. We'll let it slide. <laughs> we'll let it slide in this totally <laughs> hypothetical fan cast. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, thank you so much for the question, Lauren, for letting us talk much more about the uh, twisted Parker Nichols family dynamics. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. All right. I have two more questions or three because I can't count. What is your favorite Drake and Josh memory? Uh, While you're thinking. Brothers. Okay. Like the ending, the ending of the Blues Brothers probably. That's probably the most like, it's like the coolest, like just sibling, you know, bonding. You know, it's like, it's a classic story where, you know, they're kind of fighting throughout the episode. Yeah. They don't really, you know, because Josh is embarrassed of being on the you know, on having the, the pit on stains the on the yeah, yeah, of the Twitch. Yeah, yeah. and then you know, Drake's doing his own thing, but at the end, they just come together, and it's like a beautiful moment. And, the, and they get the stunt double for Josh doing, like, cartwheels and shit. Like, and it's so very it's... clearly a stunt double. Yeah. It's like in Back to School when uh, Rodney Dangerfield's like diving off the diving board, and it's very clearly just this ripped body double and just cuts back to Rodney Dangerfield's face and he's like yeah. a goofball yeah yeah I mean for me I feel like my favorite Drake and Josh memory it's not one specific memory but it's a memory that happened a bunch of different times mm-hmm. I go by my grandmother's on Sundays so every time a new episode of Drake and Josh would show up on Teen Nick I'd be by my grandmother's so I watched it on this TV that was from 1970 something they have like the dinosaur era. Yeah, yeah you're you're like squinting at it. You're like, is that is that Drake or Josh? Is that all? <laughs> is that Audrey or is, is that, that Megan or is that Mindy? Yeah, you you knew Audrey's name even when you were like, okay. yeah, you're like six years old. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Sunday nights, man. Watching Drake and Josh oh, yeah. by my grandmother's house on her couch. That was the same couch from. 1960 whatever and just being like yeah this is we're chilling right now and my yeah, grandma's yeah. like oh you want food and then in like broken english and i'm like yeah sure grandma yeah yeah you yeah, know so. it's funny you say that because like i would whenever my grandpa would babysit me like we would always watch 
like just I we didn't watch them as they were released, like yeah. you know, um, but I would always just record it and like rewatch because I l- love that show. Okay. And then I remember one time we watched the Alien episode, and I was just like scared shitless. Like I was sitting there, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I was just munching down on some white cheddar popcorn, trying to <laughs> trying to avoid like it was just it was terrifying. The but... ending of that episode's bizarre because the mm-hmm. ending of that episode implies that aliens are real in the in the Drake and Josh universe, right? Well, no, because the uh, the dude who it was. You're talking about the third alien, Yeah, right? the third alien. No, that was a guy in a, a costume. Are you sure? Actually, Did I don't know for sure. they ever say that? No, you might be right. Because that's he, the way like, I read it. Well, because you might be right, because he teleports. So, like, how would they do that? <laughs> the whole time, I just assumed it was, like, Megan's technology, but you might be right. It might just be an actual alien. Look, the larger Dan Schneiderverse, which I'm sure we'll dive into on this show, how all of Dan Schneider's shows are... He did the Marvel Cinematic Universe before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All those shows were connected long before uh, Marvel did anything like that. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like that episode tacitly is like, yeah, aliens exist in the Schneiderverse. Everyone deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I'll I would happily I'll happily deal with because yeah. it's just the funniest thing ever. <laughs> All right. Second to last rapid fire question, Dylan. Okay. This Hit episode. Uh, this- Ready question is more so a thought exercise what do you think happened to the episode of drake and josh where the tennis balls fall from the ceiling tennis balls the wait, scene that's episode? in the title sequence that isn't in the show it's the oh tennis balls my... falling from the ceiling oh my god i forgot about that so you th- yeah I, maybe it was um just an episode they recorded but never put up because right? because there's the pilot episode that's lost media right now while we're recording this. It turns up every few years and winds up getting struck. I'm sure at some point it will find some way out where a different guy is playing Walter, but it's clearly Walter there. So I'm not sure what episode that would even be from. I'm sure yeah. when we watch it now that we're aware of it, I mean, I'm probably going to be cognizant of like what's every character wearing. And try and find mm. an episode where they are yeah. wearing that to try and figure out if it try was in one of it. those episodes or if it was mm. something that they taught, uh, shot as like promo material, basically. Right, you know? right. I think that's what it is. I feel like they had just shot that during one of the episodes. It could have been like, it might not have even been a lost episode. Like, it could have been recorded during one of the season one episodes or yeah. whatever. Do you remember? Because I'm trying to remember specifically what it looked like. But did it look like from season one? When yeah, they were it was, like it was pretty much for sure early. Because all you see is yeah. it's Megan, Walter, and Audrey, and like the tennis balls are falling. They're kind of like putting their hands over their head. Mm, right, right. Okay, yeah. Now, now I'm remembering. Yeah, I think it was probably just shot during like one of the episodes from season one. But they're just like for whatever reason they just got rid of it. And they're like, well, we could use this in our intro because it's funny. Like it looks, it looks funny. Yeah, that's that's been the longest standing Drake and Josh mystery for me of <laughs> what is the origin of them filming the tennis ball thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm surprised you noticed, like, because I never thought about that. I never even, that oh. never, like, when I was watching the intro, I, was just, I just assumed it was part of one of the episodes. But now that you say that, I'm like, that is really weird. Dude, I've thought about this for years. And this, <laughs> this look, if nothing else, if this podcast gets big, I want to find the answer to that. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. That's that's you spent the... you spent like a decade mastering your craft just thinking about <laughs> what that what that episode could be from. It's literally just to see Nine Man when he's in the cave, he's just like ting, ting, ting. And it's just me hitting, <laughs> yeah. hitting the metaphorical podcast iron and I come out. Yeah. And the answer's gonna be totally benign and just be like, Oh yeah. You know, we shot it as a prank and the cameras were rolling and we just kept it in. It's gonna be like Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's just like the most underwhelming answer. <laughs> yeah. And the final rapid fire question for this episode, mm-hmm. Dylan. What okay. does Drake and Josh mean to you? Ooh, all right. Heavy question. What does it mean yeah. to me? Yeah. Um, you know, I think like I I think I touched on this earlier in the episode, but I think the one thing that keeps me coming back to the show, especially, is just the fact that like we said, it's a show about nothing that you could just, if you're bored one day and you need to laugh, like you could just turn it on and, you know, you see Josh or like whatever your favorite episode is. Like for me, it'd probably be like the Gary Coleman girl or something. And you could just tune out of everything, you know, like they're not yeah. talking about anything that is in the real world per se. I mean, like we said, you know, they make references to like the iBot and stuff like that. We're like, oh, that's funny. But it's never anything that is actually pertinent to what is going on in the world and of course like it just that depends on what you like to watch right like some people like to watch that stuff they like to watch things that actually have some um practical use in the real world right like you can watch and be like okay well you know i can relate to this and in a lot of different ways but for me i i personally like shows where i could just tune out and just what like just give me some random thing that's funny and I'll just eat it up, you know? Yeah. And they've really just mastered their craft. I mean, it's like not one episode to me really when I think about it. I mean, we talked about it before. I'm not really too big on the dance episode, but that's just because I had to pick one. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes. But at exactly. the end of the day, yeah. at the end of the day, if, if like I go over to your house and you, you have a Drake and Josh episode on, like pick literally any episode. I'm all I'm all for it yeah it's just hilarious and of course you know the nostalgia factor is huge too but i mean like we said there's a reason we still watch it now it's not just nostalgia you know like if it was nostalgia i wouldn't watch it as frequently as i do not to say i watch it like every day but there's a reason i come back to it every now and then like every few months whatever and just kind of run the whole season and just you know if i had nothing to do i'm just like this is the the greatest show ever (laughs) you know (laughs) um so yeah, that's that's how I feel about it personally. All right, all right. And uh, on that note, I think uh, I think we've reached the end of the inaugural Hug Me Brother show. Claps in the chat, everyone! Claps, Great claps. job. If you made it this far into the episode, thank you so much. Hug Me Brother is the weekly show where we cover the wide world of Team Nick. If you wanna find us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Hug Me Brother Pod, all one word. We're on YouTube. We're on podcast services around the globe. Make sure to leave a review, rate us, really appreciate it. Helps more people find us, and it'll help us make more episodes of Hug Me Brother in the future. So until next time, thank you so much for listening or watching. Thank you for your support. Dylan, do you have any parting words? Um, yeah, like Rob said, thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in. We will see you on the next one. See you. Appreciate on the next you. Next episode. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Goodbye.